Hello everyone, this is Mirko Guerrini and I welcome you to the Jazz Transcription Clinic, a monthly interviews podcast where we talk with accomplished jazz doctors about their lives, career and their personal secrets on the art of transcribing. If you want to improve at jazz, stay tuned and follow the Jazz Transcription Clinic on the socials for more content. I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is being recorded. I pay my respects to their elders, past and present, and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be here today. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Jazz Transcription Clinic podcast. Uh, today we are celebrating one year of podcast episodes. Yes, at the end of June 2021, I released the first episode, which was an interview with uh, uh, Claudio Giovagnoli, fantastic Italian saxophone player. And many other interviews have been released. And then I started a new series of podcasts with like myself transcribing live or analyzing solos of the great jazz masters and so today i decided to celebrate this year of podcasts not with an interview uh, but uh, giving out five transcribing tips that i'm always always using uh, when i transcribe so i thought of being uh, helpful and you can you know, take those tips on board or you can comment, you can, uh, of course, maybe after you subscribe to my channel and uh, you can comment and you can give me your tips and we can discuss. It, it will be great to share some knowledge there with you. So uh, without any further ado, let's dive into the first transcription tip, which is we need to learn the intervals. So we really need to know how an interval uh, sound. And to do that, you know, there are many strategies. Uh, YouTube is full of videos of people teaching you how to learn the intervals. Personally, my best preference is to link or associate one interval to a song. So I have one song for each interval, uh, even the weird ones like the triton. I have like, uh, before the Simpsons era, I had uh, Lenny Bernstein Maria, song from West Side Story, which starts on But then the Simpsons came out and the Simpsons so uh, you can do that and if you are able to stack that sound of the interval in your head in your memory and you can pull out da, 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 the interval and you know that this is a triton uh, the good news is that the intervals always sound the same. A triton will always sound as a triton. Doesn't matter where you play it. Yes, maybe the shade of the sound will change a little bit, but right? 
So I, I always hear the same song uh, or Maria or, or that interval. Um, I have uh, other funny songs like, um, uh, for example, for the perfect fourth, for example. Now that I'm living here in Australia and I became an Australian citizen, I became familiar with the Australian anthem, which opens with a perfect four. Uh, but before I became an Australian, I used uh, the opening of the Aida march. Hmm? Um, if you are, if you want to stick to jazz songs, uh, I'm pretty sure there is a jazz song for each interval, <coughs> for a perfect fourth. Uh, like uh, when I fall in love, or that's a monk tune, etc., etc. So <coughs> learn those intervals. Try to find a song that you know very well. <coughs> And that works for you and memorize the kind of interval. That's the first tip that I wanted to give you. And the second tip <coughs> is <coughs> excuse me, to learn the sound of your instrument. What does it mean? It means that if you become very, very familiar with how your instrument sounds, uh, then you will have less and less need of having your instrument with you to transcribe. Because if you transcribe a solo played on your main instrument, uh, you will become familiar with how the G note sound, how the C sharp sound on your instrument. And there are some exercises that I still do to uh, familiarize with the sound of my instrument. Uh, one of my favorite is to sing uh, something and try to replicate or if you have never done it you can start with the other way around so you first play like a very simple pattern like one two three two one on a major scale and then you sing the same thing that you just played but moving the fingers accordingly so do 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 and please don't uh, don't sing the notes. Don't use solfa. Don't do fa sol la sol or F G A because those sounds are just sounds, and we need to memorize the sound. We need to know where those sounds are on our instrument and which finger produces that sound, which is not a note. We know that, for example, for tenor saxophone, is a big lie. I I think F, but I actually play a concert E flat. So I don't want to get stuck into the theory. I just want to grab the sound of it. So, and then you can check. And you can go up in the scale.
If you do that, if you do that a lot, you will become able to hear things in your head and transfer the instructions to your hand in no time. And then you can start giving some swing articulation, you can start playing a sort of line. But even if you if you play a scale with a swing articulation, do ba do ba do ba do ba do right and you start hearing things in your head and you know exactly how to produce that sound etc etc and you can go on and then the evolution of this exercise is that I start playing an, uh, an air saxophone mm? so Right? I always know what is the sound of my fingers on the instrument. And that removes, especially for our saxophone players, we can fall into the trap of having one key for each note, and we still think this is B. But I want to have a sound for this. I, I don't care how I call it. I can call it Janine. Da 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 Bob da da Bob Janine Bob right <clears throat> so I learned the sound of my instrument and when I hear something played on my instrument I will have a very easy life to transcribe because I can hear ba ba do bo ba and uh, Right, so I hear something and I listen to one line like three, four times till I get the sound of it. And then once I have the sound, I know how to pull out that sound on my instrument. So that was the second tip for your um, transcription art. Let's move into the third one, 
which is sing. As you notice, I sing a lot after I play or before I play. I try to connect the notes, the sounds in my head. And there is a general rule that we can apply into everything that we do with music, which is if you can sing it, you can play it. Because it means that you are aware of the sound of that uh, line or that pattern, that solo, that phrase, that melody. If you can sing it, and we are not talking about singing it in a, in a lovely way. I think I have a horrible voice, but I don't care because I'm practicing and I'm working towards uh, a different matter. So I like to sing, I like to sing everything that I hear back and especially when I transcribe solos, you remember I can uh, learn and memorize solos and then I can sing it. Uh, you know, I can provide uh, examples of that or maybe I will do a podcast episode on this. But uh, for example, the famous uh, Dexter Gordon solo on Blue Bossa. You know, you remember how it starts? Etc. Etc. And if I can sing it, and I hope you notice, but when I sing, because this is the sound I hear, and with the voice is quite easy to replicate. And then I have to work on the saxophone. On pa, pa, on how to reproduce that Dexter Gordon effect, or right. So sing everything that you want to learn. Sing every line in a solo, sing a melody, uh, learn from the singers, you know, learn from uh, Sarah Vaughan, Ella Fitzgerald, uh, Betty Carter, learn the melodies from those great singers. Hmm? And that's the third um, tip that I want to share with you today. Uh, remember to subscribe to my channel. We are heading to the fourth uh, tip which is start with something easy something that you can achieve start with an easy solo or even just the melody hmm? uh, because you don't want to feel that it's an impossible task to complete you want to feel that you are improving and you start with something simple that you can achieve of course the first solos will take you a long time and you will make possibly many mistakes but that's the process of learning isn't it we make a mistake we understand what we did wrong and we fix it so that's really important start with something easy on my channel there are transcriptions that i made that are not too difficult like uh, i can remember for example splanky the solo on splanky uh, right 
Uh, it's a solo on a blues and it's very doable. Usually I use that with my uh, students uh, to start transcribing. If that is too difficult, it means that you still have to work on the first tips that I gave you. So like memorize the intervals uh, and also memorize the sound of some rhythms. Know whether it's uh, quavers or triplets. The sound of the triplet is always unique. Triplet, 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 one, two, three, one, two, three. So learn all those things as a sound. Mm? And then if you start even with the melody, start with the melody of Splanky. Right? Something very easy. Something that you get to the end and you can play it and you feel good because you were able to transcribe. Don't start with a solo that will set you off. Don't start with a solo by, I don't know, a very fast solo by John Coltrane or uh, Charlie Parker. Start with something that you can uh, see the end of hmm? and you can do it. There are plenty of stuff out there for your instrument. And as I said, you know, is it uh, too hard that solo? Start with the melody, start with four bars. Try to get uh, just a little bit of it and get accuracy when you do it. Hmm? And the last tip I want to end uh, this episode is to, uh, sorry, to uh, <clears throat> never give up. Don't give up. Transcribing is um, a hard job. It's very difficult. It takes a lot of time. But when you do it, when we do it, we learn a lot in terms of like ear training. We dive into music and we learn things as a sound, as a sonic experience. That's the most important part. So our listening gets better. Our awareness of the swing of the articulations get better and our uh, listening to the others gets better so you will feel better and better and better every time you play with your band you will hear and you will feel that you can recognize things if the pianist uh, likes to uh, substitute a certain chord you will hear that oh maybe on the minor chord uh, this guy loves to play the major sixth and you will recognize the sound of it uh, and then all those informations will come to you as uh, a clear piece of information it won't be uh, something that you have no idea and you need a chart for it. You will get exactly what's going on by just listening. And that's the best thing that can happen to you if you are a jazz player, but if you are a musician overall, right? So I hope you enjoy this uh, end of the year of the first year of the Jazz Transcription Clinic podcast celebration. Um, and again, guys, don't forget to subscribe to my channel. It keeps motivating. It keeps me um, up to produce more content. 
and I'm really happy that I spent this last year with great people, with a lot of you, a lot of you have commented on my channel and I always try to reply and this is, you know, the beautiful music style that we can learn, right? And I'll see you next time. Thank you. Ciao, ciao.